So I've got a backpack. I'm one of those people who, ah, I don't know, maybe I just just dress practically and just prepare myself practically. I'm more focused on practicalities than I am on fashion, so I carry a backpack everywhere. I've had it for years. And um, the backpacks travel right around the world, right? It's a, it's a, it's just a, like a standard day pack. It's blue, and it's um, predominantly made of canvas. So it doesn't look like a tramping backpack or anything like that. It's not like one of those big Mac pack canvas packs that you might have had in the 80s or early 90s. It's just a, 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 a canvas day pack that I take to work every day, that I take when I travel. And it's probably been around the world about a dozen times since I bought it 10 years ago. Anyway, given it gets beaten up fairly regularly, my backpack was starting to get just a little bit tired. And I thought it might be time to replace it. But for the life of me, I could not find anything that came close to it online. Every time I searched for a canvas bag, and I did want a canvas bag because I wanted to wax it and I wanted it to try and be as waterproof as possible. The only things came up that, that came up were like big tramping packs and stuff that you might take on a, a mission across the Andes as opposed to something you might take on the K Road bike lane and then into TVNZ or NZME. So... I looked everywhere online, couldn't find it, and finally decided that I would take it to my shoe guy. I took it into the shoe guy, into the cobbler, and I said, look, I know this bag's seen some, seen some rough things over the years. I know that it's got a few holes in it, but is there anything you can do? And they took one look at it, and they said, yep, leave it with us. It might cost you a little bit of money, but if you leave it with us for a couple of weeks, we'll do our best. And so I did, and goodness me, the results are amazing it's so good they patched it all up with these beautiful leather patches and it actually looks far chicer than it has in years it's a great lesson and a lesson that i might not have taken if kate hall hadn't been lecturing us in the last couple of weeks on the importance of actually showing a little bit of tlc to some of your most treasured possessions and choosing to fix things instead of simply replacing them kate's with us this morning kilda Good morning. I'm just here grinning at your bag oh, story. It's so good. Honestly, it's so good because not only have I not only do I feel like I haven't unnecessarily consumed, which is really mm-hmm. important, but also the bag like I feel emotionally connected to my bag. You know, like totally. there's, a little, there's a little personal connection there now. And um yeah, it just looks it looks so good. So um, thank you for encouraging me to do that because, um, oh, yeah, it was what, maybe, I don't know, three or four weeks ago that you were talking about the virtues of, of repairing stuff. And um, having taken your advice, I can only uh, only reinforce it. it. It just, it's so good. So good. You're living it. And I always think each repair adds just another story to the bag. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, Every exactly. Little, yeah. You know, so it's like it's, it's just, like a it's like a scar, eh? You're like, well, yes. there's a story behind that. And there's a story behind oh, exactly. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to call stains and rips story marks yeah. <laughs> instead of yeah. stains. <laughs> <laughs> I like that very much. Anyway, I'm just um I'm greasing up to you this morning because I knew you would like that. But honestly, I I am really 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 pleased with how my bag's looking. Thanks to um thanks to my cobbler at Gemmel. So um yeah, it was really good. So thank you for that. Anyway, this morning we're talking wardrobe freezers and given we're heading into spring this is something uh, a lot of people might be considering because i know it's this time of year that you know a lot of people go mm, how much have i actually been wearing that item but tell us what your wardrobe freeze actually entails so i have embarked on a wardrobe freeze for a year so i started in january this year so i'm about eight months through now 
And the wardrobe freeze means no new to me garments come into my wardrobe. So nothing secondhand, nothing gifted. My grandmother tried to give me a skirt. I was like, thank you so much. But no, my wardrobe is is frozen. No, I can't even buy new socks or undies or anything. It is completely just stagnant. That's it. That's it. Okay, so why are you doing this? So I've been a, a... sustainability blogger and influencer for a while and particularly started in fashion. So I've definitely worked with a lot of amazing ethical fashion brands and I still do. But what I was noticing is, especially as my kind of reach and work started to grow, I was getting given a lot of ethical fashion garments, which is amazing. I was also seeing a lot more options pop up. So a lot, you know, I was buying a a lot, you know, of new clothes and, and, you're really enjoying supporting local amazing companies. But when I learned that um, we consume each year, the globe consumes around 100 billion garments every year, I just, it wasn't sitting right with me the fact that, you know, only one person can wear a certain amount of clothes at one time. And I had just incredible garments in my wardrobe that I wasn't wearing enough and I'd still have moments where I stood at my wardrobe going, oh my gosh, I have nothing to wear when when really I had a lot of clothes. Um, So I just decided I needed a reset. I needed to really face that kind of icky feeling that was growing around still being part of the issue of of not consuming fast fashion, but consuming fashion still in a way that wasn't sustainable. Right. I mean... I mean, maybe it's like, because some people would look at that issue, right? And they would go, okay, well, maybe I'm going to I'm gonna go for a few months or a whole year like you have without buying new clothes. So maybe I'll only have secondhand clothes. Or maybe if I'm gifted clothes, I'll accept those. But you went for the full circuit breaker. Yep. So I decided, so quite a few people are doing it with me and they're doing it in various, you know, they've adapted the wardrobe freeze to suit them. But I think even when you shop secondhand, it's still, well, for me anyway, it's filling that void of, I want something new. I need something new. I need to exchange my money and turn it into something, you know, a material. So that, that kind of system and that um kind of yeah emotional need was still being met you can still consume secondhand fashion in a fast fashion kind of way so that's why i went completely cold turkey uh and i just i have found so i've learned so much this year and it has just been actually way better than i expected i have had less FOMO, fear of missing out moments yeah. than I thought I would. I'm still clothed. You know, I still <laughs> wear underwear and I haven't had to turn my undies inside out yet because yeah. I haven't done my washing. Um, but still, so I did the minimalist challenge um, quite a few years ago now. And that was one thing for me I noticed when I was, um, you know, getting rid of things from my life. A lot of them were actually secondhand items that I had yeah. bought because they were kind of all right. I was, you know, I felt good. I was donating to charity. But at the end of the day, it was actually to do more with my desire to consume and, you know, get something in that moment <laughs> that I wanted to fill. So um, I've definitely, it's been eye-opening this year, all yeah. the things I've learned about myself and about my stuff. Yeah. What, what would you say is the number one lesson? Is there some item of clothing that you really missed that you feel like you need to add to the wardrobe once 2022 ticks over into 2023? 
I do. I have a little list of um, <laughs> of things that I know, yeah. will, you know, optimize, including your hiking boots. Because, ah. uh, you know, there's different items in your life that can actually add to your <laughs> fulfillment yeah, and, yeah. you know, activities you can do. But um, my biggest learning has been that you don't have to own something to enjoy it. So I've borrowed a few things from friends sometimes, but I've also enjoyed going to stores and actually looking at things and being like, hey, this is beautiful. This is someone's designed this. It's amazing fabric. And having that moment of enjoyment and appreciation, but moving on. (laughs) knowing that actually not having to purchase it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And surprisingly, I have actually gotten rid of more from my wardrobe. So I'm a big fan of a wardrobe audit and I'd encourage everyone to do this. I mean, instead of going to the mall, shopping in your own wardrobe and doing a wardrobe audit is just, I mean, costless and is so much fun, especially when you invite some friends over. But I've actually, yeah, decluttered my wardrobe more because I've I've just become so acutely aware of every single item that is yeah, there. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's been so freeing because now I go to my wardrobe, I know what's there, I know what works with different things. I'm looking forward to buying a few key pieces that will mean I can, you know, wear more summer dresses and winter yeah. and stuff like that. But I just, I know it and I feel really good about it. And there's no, um, yeah, there's, there's no kind of stuff cluttered in the back far corner that makes me, you know, remember past <laughs> memories that I want to forget yeah. or, you know, yeah. sizes that have been all different types, things like that. It's, yeah, it's quite liberating. Oh, free. that's so good. Okay, get this. Um, Jack, I did a clothes freeze a couple of years ago. This someone says on the feedback. I also yeah. included shoes and handbags. I added up the receipts from the year before and all up it saved me more than $10,000. Which is, wow. I mean, that's yeah, that is remarkable. I mean, that's yeah, that's probably more money than I've ever spent clo- on clothes in my entire life. But um, yeah, clearly there are some significant yeah. financial savings if you try something like this. Now, Kate, I know that you have put um a lot of your lessons from the from the from this year and from your freeze in your new book. Congratulations! Yes, thank you. Yeah, there's a whole chapter in my book which is called Better, Bolder, Different. Um, on wardrobe so it's called clothes and yeah a whole lot of tips in there i'm a big fan of um really looking after your clothes too so rather than spending more time shopping actually repairing like you did with your with your bag there's some spot washing tips and you know how to look after your your things for longer so your favorite items yeah (laughs) yeah you know a blue bag scenario again uh, can stay alive longer and um yeah we can just enjoy what what we have Oh, congratulations! It's so good to see your book published. Was it a real? Did you get a real buzz seeing it when you got when you got your hands on it for the first time? Yeah, it's it's yeah. quite real. I feel like I'm you know, like bird's eye view watching my life <laughs> at moments because it's it's just wild yeah. when you create a book. You know, in isolation by yourself, it's just you and your fingers typing away, yeah. and suddenly it's it's out there and um in people's hands. They're holding it, smelling it, getting into it. So it's it's yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it's so good. Congratulations, Kate. And thank Thanks, you. That, that is Kate Hall, a.k.a. Ethically Kate.